What are you doing to make sure you're still delivering quality product and services as AI tools are being embedded in your processes, used by your suppliers, used by your employees, your team members, and then passed on to your customer out into the ecosystem out there. More on that coming right up. Got a story for you that relates to what we started on you know, to the teaser that we started out with. Before we get to that, I want to do a shameless plug. As you saw in the intro on Friday, uh, what month is this? <laughs> on Friday, June 16th at noon Eastern time, I am going to be on Jerry Eisenhower's show. And he is cvcsuccessgroup.com. He's the founder and CEO of CVC Success Group. It is a, he have a great podcast. Um, it's the, the, um, I want to make sure I get this right and I probably won't. So I'm going to look it up just to make sure that I honor Jerry because he's gracious with uh, his invitation to his, and I'm looking this up as we're talking. That's why I'm not looking directly at you. Uh, gracious with his invitation onto his show. And I really appreciate that because he is an icon in his industry over 40 years. He has really become somebody that within his industry, if you talk to somebody in their industry, they, they have either learned from him met him and know him, or at least have heard of him. He's that, he's that solid. He's that well-respected and has had that big of an impact in his industry. Here's the name of the podcast that he hosts, the Chimney and Fireplace Success Network. Now they're primarily in the chimney and fireplace industry, which has expanded to include, and he's been a major force in this, although he, he quite modestly doesn't talk about it as much in, in the outside activity too, right? Give chimneys and fireplaces mostly indoors, but there's been a lot that's happened in backyards. You likely have some kind of fireplace or grill spot or something, you know, some formal area that during you know the nice months of the year, depending on where you're living, it may be a few, maybe a lot that you can enjoy the outdoors with friends, family, and just relax. So that'll be the, the chimney and fireplace success network on this coming Friday the 16th of June at noon Eastern time. Join us. It's going to be a great talk. I'm so looking forward to uh, talking with Jerry because I always learn from him every time I talk with him. Bring something to make notes with. I, I'm a guest on the show and I'm bringing something to make notes with because whenever you're around Jerry, prepare to make notes because you're going to get a, several gold nuggets from him that you'll want to write down so that you can apply in your life after you've done, you're done talking with him. So that's CBC Success Group. Shameless plug. Now, here's the question that we started out with. How are you making sure, how are you adapting your processes to make sure you still got good products and service going out to your customers, out, in, out into the ecosystem of the marketplace? You've likely heard of the story of an attorney that filed a brief in court, right? So this is a legal document filed in court, and it turned out the whole thing was artificial intelligence generated which is interesting what made it what really made me stick in my mind is like going how could you possibly have done this it turned out that everything in the brief was complete bs all of the cases that were cited were non-existent or were the wrong cases so the whole thing was completely fabricated yet he filed this in court 
And I say he because the news reports were that it, that it was a guy, that, that it was a he. That's the way it was reported. What are you doing to assure something like that doesn't happen at your company? When someone generates a report, how do you know that the references that they've put in it are correct? How do you know that the information is correct? When, some, when you read something in the news, how do you know that it's actually true, non-fabricated? What's the follow-up with that? So from a business standpoint, business process standpoint, what are those guardrails that help to assure uh, quality product? And, and here, here's two things, two things to consider. I hope that you are running a 21st century company because that means you do not have some quality assurance function that is guaranteeing the quality going out the door. And it's their job to make sure this quality, we put that to bed in the 1980s. And I was part of that movement and, and did that with several companies. Please don't be doing it. If you are, okay, understand you didn't know, right? So draw a line, start fixing that. It needs to be built into the process, the system. It, the quality is built in. It comes from the mindset of the people, their approach to the work, the processes and skills and tools that you provide them with. They've got the skills, but you help them hone the skills, right? Part of the business. So that is what really gives you the quality. Now, as part of that, so we use that, that's our foundation, right? So that's our platform for the rest of the conversation. You have a process like that, that has things built in and it's part of your process, your, your PMP policy and procedure the desk instructions, manufacturing instructions, whatever it may be for your company that guides people on, okay, here's how we get a quality result. And it is the responsibility of the person doing the work to get a quality result. Now, that being said, with the integration of artificial intelligence tools, what do you need to adapt in that, right? What support for one thing, but the upskilling is, is a fun term that's being used right now. What, what upskilling or what we used to call training is being provided so that they know how to use the tools in a way that gives a quality result. What additional guardrails or what adjustments to the guardrails in your processes are you making to assure you do not have something like the fake legal brief that gets filed in court as a legal document and now carries ramifications because it has been sworn and attested to, and I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, not pretending to play one on podcast. There's ramifications because now it's a legal document in the system. So I'm sure there'll be some kind of ramifications. And if you catch somebody doing something like that, what is your process for dealing with it? I mean, do you really think about that? Setting, setting aside this attorney that we use the, the, the report of the attorney that we use as an example, set that aside. Let's, let's, Put that, put that over here. If you had someone in your company that presented something that was completely fabricated, how would you deal with that? You know, what, what do you do for them? How do you coach them, counsel them? Do you move them? Do you release them back into the marketplace? And there's a lot of all depends that go with that. So dealing with their, you know, the, because here's one thing. Do you want someone on your team who's going to think like that in the first place? So there's that level of problem. Second level of the problem is where is your management team in terms of allowing things like that to get that far before somebody caught it, right? Before it, before it was an issue that became apparent. Third thing, and this is the tough one, look in the mirror and ask yourself, 
what have you done that's contributed to that happening, right? Here's the problem. You're the leader of your company. You're the owner, the CEO, founder of the company. It comes back to you setting the leadership example that, hey, this is what we do, modeling the way, making sure that people understand, not acceptable. We won't have that here. And then assuring that all of your processes are designed, whether it's recruiting, whether it's operations, whether it's marketing sales, whatever it might be, contracting to assure that people do not engage in that kind of behavior because it's not part of the values of your company. And there's a lot layered in here, right? And it's just, history may not repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes. You know, it's like, I was digging through some historical stuff. Bear with me for a second. We'll tie it back together and let you get on to probably dinner this time of night. So here's, here's the thing. History takes unexpected terms and does rhyme at times. So on this day in 1775, the Continental Army was founded. So basically the beginning of the U.S. Army started today, June 16th, 1775. We're already in, in rebellion against the, the King of England and the, you know, the Revolutionary War is underway. Two years later, the Stars and Stripes flag was adopted as the official flag of the not yet United States of America. Getting there wasn't the United States of America in the sense that we didn't have the Constitution for quite some time, the U.S. Constitution before that, but that was adopted for the colonies is what represented the, you know, the, the, that, that bond that said, yes, this, we are together. And this is what represents the fact that we are together, the Stars and Stripes flag, the 13 colonies, the 13 uh, red and white stripes. There's a lot of history behind that. So look at that, that process going from the beginnings of the Revolutionary War in the United States, the colonies before the United States even existed, then the army officially being uh, authorized to fight on behalf of all of the colonies. And then two years, a full two years later, the symbol that has become such an iconic symbol in the world, the red, white, and blue stars and stripes of the United States was approved as a symbol of going, this is, this is, here's a symbol of the bond that we have, the common, the commonality that we have given all the differences that we also have. This is, this is our statement that, Hey, you know what? Everybody under this flag is together. We're family. We fight like it and it shows at times, but that's the bond. Here's the reason I bring that up. In your company, what is the equivalent of that? What is that bond? And it takes time. It's not necessarily something that you, you walk in to the office in the morning and go, okay, here's going to be the symbol of our bond together as a team. Eh, it doesn't work that way. It can take some time. It took two years to go from Continental Army to flag that the Army fought under as a common army, right? wasn't just that it was important on the battlefield because everybody rallies around the flag on the battlefield. Also as a symbol for those that weren't involved in combat, they're going, yeah, we, we are together on this. What brings together your, your team, your suppliers, your customers, what's your flag, so to speak, that brings them all together because from that flows the values that affect directly the type of thing we were talking about 
with some of the issues that are coming up with artificial intelligence, because sometimes artificial intelligence will generate results that are off track. Either completely fabricated, there's the issue of hallucinations, as it's called, with uh, generative AI, like uh, ChatGPT, like Google, uh, Google's Bard, for example. But what is it that sets that value under that flag that has people going, yeah, you know what? I would never hand you, none of, no one on your team would ever hand you something that has in it a piece of fabricated information, a, a web link that wasn't checked by the person that originated wherever that, whatever that document is that you've just been handed so that they know, you know what, this is golden. When I'm done with it, it's golden. Here's how we, here's how we help each other by looking, you know, double check and go, Hey, will you look at this? I have to watch clerical errors, right? If you've been with Wolf Watch, Wolf Watch for any time, you know that there's times things are misspelled. They're out of order. That's just, we had this uh, test when, when I grew up, the, the growing up, the, um, draft was active. So we had a test called the ASVAB. Many of you, you know, as you're, as you're watching this, you may have taken ASVAB as a, as a young adult, as a teenager. And I, you know, I scored very well on every, I think my, my overall score was like 90, 93rd percentile, but I was in the 63rd percentile on clerical work. And it's like, man, you know, I, I think about that and laugh about that from time to time because again, I'm going, yeah, I have to be careful on that. You have to have somebody, hey, can you, do, can you read this for me? Does this make sense that I'm, you know, can you not just dot in the I's and cross T's, but does this make sense? So what's that process and what's the value? Where's that value of having that kind of mindset in your organization flow from? Because without it, there you are, and I'm just going to tell you this from my experience. Okay. I'm sharing 30 plus years of experience with this kind, with this kind of stuff, with this particular issue. If you don't have that value in your organization, clearly you're going to have a very tough time preventing those types of AI slips because it's not the AI, right? It's the people and the value system and the people that are working with the information they're getting through the AI, the out, the, the results they're getting through the artificial intelligence tools that are helping them with what they do, be better at what they do. So think on that. What's the value? What's the symbol that holds everybody together in, in not, you know, in a broader team, so that that value is part of and is represented by how are you adapting your processes in your company to make sure you're still getting good output and for, for, or as a good friend of mine taught me, and you know who you are, just so they don't name drop someone's well-known, uh, just so I don't name drop in case you're watching this, you know who you are. The way it's, uh, the proper way I've been taught that it's said in Texas is for, the fourth thing is, um, Geez, I forgot. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. So the the um, the the fourth thing is, yeah, I did forget. Anyway, so that means this has been going on too long. I'm going to release you back into your day. This has been Wolf's Watch. You know, we're we're looking, we're watching what's going on with AI. We're watching a bunch of other stuff. We'll bring some more of that back in. But right now, with the AI, another shameless plug before we wrap up with the uh, AI executive brief that's coming up. Next week, if you want to be part of that, if you want to claim your seat, this is going to be invitation only, small groups. We're screening to make sure that we've just got business owners, CEOs, that so we can have that type of, it's a different conversation, right? Same content. It's like business school. The same topics, 
that are covered in an executive MBA program are covered in undergraduate business school. If someone is studying for a bachelor's degree, the con the conversation is incredibly different because the pressures, the perspective, the um, what you need to achieve is very different. That's why we're screening. Uh, second reason we're screening is to make sure that we don't have competing companies in the sessions. So we're going to have multiple sessions in order to, so everybody's got a place that they can, the time they can get to, we may have to ask you, Hey, can you move to another time? Because we already have somebody that's claimed a seat in, uh, in that session. That is, that is what we consider to be too close to, to your company, a, a possible competitor because it affects the conversation that we can have. This is going to be a 45 minute deep dive. There's content. There's definitely content, but it is executive summary content. Right. So it's not how to deep dive. The deep dive is going to be in a conversation. All right. We're going to have an executive summary of what comes from the uh, AI for CEOs summit, which is a much deeper, longer program. This is the ex executive summary portion of it. So you can get that 20% that'll give you 80% of the leverage, right? Which is what you need as the owner, as the CEO of the company. So here's the link for that. Tiny URL, AI for CEOs. Claim your seat. Hey, this is Wolf's Watch. I'm Wolf. Thanks for being part of the conversation. It's 21st Century Television, live and interactive. I look forward to seeing you on the trail.